going to start a brand new series here for four weeks. This one is called I Will Do It Tomorrow, and it's uh, finding the power in change. And we know that uh, change is inevitable. It is going to happen. Change is part of our lives. Um, but it's how we deal with that change and how we allow God to help us through that change um, is what matters. And it is uh, it's it's. It's part of the life-giving process in the Christian life when we allow God in the middle of that change. And so um, this morning, we'll be starting the first part of a four-part series. So if you have your Bibles this morning, let's turn to the book of Ecclesiastes. And we'll be reading in chapter 3, starting with verse 1. Very familiar passage, maybe to a lot of you. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, starting with verse 1, says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. You know, change is the constant thing in life. We can look at our lives and we can see a thread of change. It's always around us, whether it's changing jobs, a losing job. Um, it could be a lot of positive change, right? It could be having a new baby and adapting to that. Um, some of these changes are positive, exciting. Some of them can be, can be negative, can be sad, can be discouraging. Um, but regardless of the change, regardless of the season, all these experiences, all these changes in life, whether they bring happiness and joy or sadness and trouble, um, they can also bring us closer to God. Um, they can also bring us further away, but it's, it's what we do today. It's, it's what we do with those seasons of change that, that bring the character in our lives. What we need to do today, and, and I really encourage you to do so, is to commit that we will take responsibility to follow God in every season of our life. It's like I mentioned before, change change is a thread that we see throughout. But when we start saying, God, I'm going to commit to you, I'm going to commit to having you in every season, to following you in every season, then we begin to lay down a different standard in our lives. And so I challenge you, get with your family this morning, commit to each other, commit to yourself that that's what you're going to do. And as we look at this next four weeks, let that thought continue to to um, to marinate in your mind, continue to, to think about that, of how you will follow God, how you will commit to Him and be responsible to, to follow Him during every season. You know, the writer of Ecclesiastes, as you as you look at chapters one, two, and three, he starts talking about uh, the vanity or or the, the vapor of, of following other things. And he gets to chapter three and he says, for every season and a time and for every matter under heaven, there is, there is this seasons of change as it goes along. Uh, he says, there's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pick up what is planted. He describes 
war. He describes construction and mourning and celebration and many other aspects of life. And that's the and that's the reality of where we live. Now, I want to tell you that he is not necessarily advocating or approving of these things, but simply recording them as being grounded in the human experience. This is what we see in every part of our lives. You turn on the television and we are seeing these moments play out before us. As we look at the scripture, I think there's three really important things that we need to hold on to today and that will allow us to um, to get to that place of responsibility that I talked to you, to say, God, we will follow you in every season of our lives. Number one, remember that every moment, each moment is God given. All of these times and seasons that the author writes about are ordained by God. They're, 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 they're kind of within our lives. This is this is what we see. There's a time to plant. There's a time to harvest. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to stop mourning. And so there, there's this uh, ebb and flow of seasons that he's describing. But these are all God-given moments. They have been put in place. And this is the change that we all go through. These are all moments that are given to us um, throughout our lives. And, and, you know, I know for a lot of you, if you're like me, you have a favorite season, right? My favorite season is fall. I like wearing sweaters. I like the cooler weather. Um, it's a change and you start seeing, uh, you know, football on television or other sports or whatever, whatever comes to your mind for those seasons. But for me, fall, that's, that's kind of where it's at for me. For others, you may like summer or winter, um, but while I have a favorite season, I'll tell you that I also have a season that I don't like. I do not like summer whatsoever. It's just too hot. I don't like. Uh, I don't like that. Um, uh, the the heat. You know, when I was a kid, I was raised down in South Texas in Laredo, and it seems like that's the only season we ever had. We just had just heat. And it was hot. And I remember having, uh, you know, summers of 113, 14, 15. That was that was pretty average uh, for us. And and I just I just don't like the heat. I don't I don't I don't appreciate it. Maybe like some people do. Um, But, you know, while we all have favorite seasons and we and you may have a, a maybe you don't like summer either. But regardless of our likes and our dislikes. Right. We understand that. These seasons were put by the Lord in order for us to have better sense of our world. You know, while I may not like summer, I know that we need summer throughout our year. We need summer. We need spring. We need fall. Um, These are are all things that we need because they are helpful for our world. They're helpful for our environment. They're, They're helpful for us to understand the seasons of times that we live in. And we may not get excited about these seasons. Um, but they're put in place for a certain reason. And while you look at the ebb and flow of life, and we may, we may want to gravitate more to the joyful moments and the moments that bring us happiness, and while those are great, we must also understand that there's also things in our lives that, that are put there and, and um, they allow us to come to a place for us to be encouraged by God and strengthened by him during those times. We do not get excited about the hard times and that's just a reality. But I'm here to tell you today that when you're in a season that is difficult, 
Um, God is not further away from you. In fact, I, I believe that he's closer to us during those times to allow us to have strength, to allow us to have peace, to allow us to have joy, and for us to find him in those moments. Um, be encouraged by God's word. Verses 12 and 13 tell us that, that having joy in our days, that doing good in our world, taking pleasure in what we do, that is God's gift to us. These days are God-given. They are blessings. They are opportunities. And we need to take our life day by day from the hand of God. They are a blessing. And so whatever season that you're in today, if you can find joy, find joy in that. If you can find strength because it's a hard season, find strength in that. It's it's a God-given moment for you to find him there. Number two, each moment is fragile. You know, death has a way of helping people reflect on life. You know, we we see this this uh, this compare and contrast, right? There's a time, there's a time for birth, and then there's a time for death. And he begins to show back and forth. Um, uh, you know that those good seasons and those and those difficult seasons. Um, and death has a way for us to reflect on life, um, you know, and when someone that we know passes away or sometimes even a celebrity that we have looked at and they die unexpectedly, it causes us to reflect on how fragile life can be. And, you know, I know this past year, um, you know, uh, hearing, hearing Kobe Bryant pass away, um, that was that was difficult for many people. And uh, I, I remember reading about uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who is a former teammate of his. And after he died uh, suddenly in that helicopter crash, uh, Shaquille described um, he described about his life, about slowing down and, and thinking more. He says it, it, he said this, he said, it makes me think that in life, sometimes instead of holding back certain things, we should just do like we should just we should just move and get and get involved. He says we take uh, stuff for granted. We take life for granted, and and I think that is so true. You know, I think what what COVID nineteen, what the pandemic has has taught me, and what I've seen is that um, is that there is um, that there's a there's a new baseline of what we see as important and what's not so important anymore. You know, the, the, the author of, of Ecclesiastes in chapter one, chapter two, he starts saying that, that, that life, is, uh, life is a vanity. Pursuing, uh, obtaining wealth is a vanity. Pursuing wisdom is a vanity. And when you look at that word vanity, what it means in the actual Hebrew, the word that he's using is saying that life is a vapor, that, ch- that chasing after wealth is a vapor, that having knowledge and intellect is a vapor, that that is just, it's something you can't even grasp and you may see it in one moment and then it dissipates. And I think that is so true when it comes to, when it comes to life and the moments and the seasons that we're in, they are very fragile and it is but a vapor. Um, you know, many of you know that you know, outside of the church, I work as a recruiter and I have this conversation a lot with candidates looking for a position about 
what's important, what's not so important. And as we go along those conversations, you know, a year ago, people were telling me, hey, what's important to me is I, I need to make more money. I need to get better benefits. And, and that has always been in the forefront in the eight years of me doing uh, executive recruiting. But here in this past year, as I talk to candidates, what I hear more is, Hey, tell me about work-life balance. Can I can I work from home? Am I am I able to have more of a flexible schedule? Um, is my commute going to be shorter because I want to stay closer to the house? And those things have become more important. And that baseline has now moved to where people are now saying, "Hey, what used to be really important to me is now further down the road." And and the things that really, really, truly matter, the things that are fragile, right? Um, the things that are important have now come up um, and have taken their rightful place where they need to be. Every moment is a fragile moment. And so I want to encourage you to embrace the season. And I know for some of us, we may be in a difficult season. We may not know what tomorrow brings, but this is an opportunity for us to embrace the time we're in, allow God to step in and give us the comfort and the peace that we need. Lastly, each moment is an opportunity to see beauty. Um, I love what the scripture says in verse 11, in Ecclesiastes verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 11. He says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from beginning to end. What the author is trying to tell us here is that instead of trying to grasp and figure out life and wrestle with the questions of why am I in this season? Why am I going through this? Is that in every time, in every moment, in every season, there is beauty that God is making everything beautiful in his time. And during those seasons, there is beauty in those moments. And we have to be able to find the beauty that God is putting there and have that opportunity to do so. You know, each moment is an opportunity to find him. It's an opportunity to find his presence. It's an opportunity to find his strength in difficult situations. It's an opportunity to find joy in, in situations that can bring sadness. God is in the midst of it. And it's an opportunity to find the beauty of his presence in difficult times and in times of change. God is there. God is present. He is not far away from you. Even as difficult as a moment is, he is present in those seasons. Change is going to happen. And that's our reality, guys. It's, it's, it's going to happen in our lives. Um, but we can, we can determine today whether we are going to allow Every, every day of that season to be the same or to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take responsibility this morning to seek God during these times. Because the question is, are the changes of life going to bring us closer to him or are they going to bring us further away? You know, we live in a time where lots of things are changing and, um, you know, we had a very interesting week as you looked at um if you as you looked at you know any moment of whether on your smartphone or, or on your television and seeing what happened during this week um 
But I want to tell you today that this is an opportunity for us to seek him and hold on to him and allow us to draw closer to him during times of change. You know, God is sovereignly in control and has a time and a purpose for everything. You know, this doesn't necessarily rob us of our freedom or our responsibility, but it is a wise providence of a loving father who does all things well and promises to make everything work for good. Hold on to that word. You know, I love I love what, what uh, Paul says in the book of Romans chapter 8, verses 28, that he works all things for the good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. You're his son. You're his daughter. You are called to be his. And God is working things out for good in every season of our life. You know, I'm really thankful that as believers that we have, um, that we have the Lord and we have his Holy Spirit by our side. You know, that in the middle of of change and turmoil, um, and, and our world can be turning upside down, that we have the constant presence of His Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us no matter what change is around us. And, and you know, that's, that's a promise for you and a promise for me that He'll be right with us every step of the way. Hey, let me pray for you this morning, and then I'll bless you after that. Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you for your presence. And we thank you, God, uh, that you are right with us no matter what season of life that we are in. Lord, I thank you, God, that you uh, you tell us in your word that you order the steps of the righteous. And Lord, you are right there with us no matter what the world looks like today, that you are faithful, that you are kind, and that you have good things for us, Lord. And we thank you for that today. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, let me bless you in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Hey guys, God bless you. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.